Welcome rock and metal fans. Coming to you from the barns of Amish country and pastures of cows are those two bad boys of rock and metal. B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Bringing you the best rock and metal bands from the 80s and 90s. And today, playing and discussing music from the featured bands with special guests, interviews, contests, and much more. So grab a beer and turn it up. It's time for the Headbangers Vault. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Headbangers Vault. I am the B1 Bomb, and filling in for the smuts tonight is... Woody. Hey, it's me. Not Woody. It's me, Nikki Lane. I'm filling in. Woody's the special guest. What am I doing here, then? Yeah, what is he doing here? <laughs> you're just you're the special guest. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I'm the special guest. You're both the special guest. Rock Girl's here, too. All right. Say hey, Rock Girl. Hey. Hey, Rock Girl. She's feeding her face. Yeah. <laughs> nice hearing from you guys again. How's it going up there in the great state of Indiana? It's going. A little rainy. We're getting ready to get hit with thunderstorm here, too. Oh, man. And the smuts, he had to go to a baseball game for his daughters. Ah. Woody was filling in for us, and so was the lane. So Good old morning wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight, we're doing our second installment of the decade of the 80s, which is 1981. 81 was a good year. Yeah, we're starting off with a bang right here, Lane. Yep, what we got? We got a little bit of a foreigner. Foreigner. Number four. Hey, this is Jukebox Hero. Good song. Yeah. Major success worldwide was on the Billboard album charts. Number one for 10 weeks. Seven million copies sold. This is definitely a song that you queue up in the bar for sure. Yep. Brings back memories, doesn't it, boys? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of these people don't even know what jukebox is. That's a very good observation there, Nikki Lane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here was another big one, too. You guys remember this song? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this song played all the time on the Pud Smith bus. That was a bus violent six. bus. Violent. Very. That, that was... That was called the nosebleed bus. What happens on fight bus stays, stays on. on fight bus. Yeah. I feel like I've lived this life before. This kind of, kind of like life. Groundhog Day. It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> See if you fellas can remember this song from back in the day. This was a pretty big one, too. The reason why... The reason why we're calling it Groundhog Day is because we've had to start over. Yeah. <laughs> That's happened before, I think, Nikki Lane. Yes, it did. Pete, the first to go around. Though. Yeah. This is their 10th album. It's called Too Much Time on My Hands. You know, after 10 albums, a lot of bands start to peter out a little bit. Maybe have one hit, two hits. But, man, this album was just amazing. Yeah. Sticks Paradise Theater. Yeah, they they were in it for a long run, that's for sure. Yeah, it was, it was a big one. It was a certified triple platinum album, too. Yeah, yeah. 
These guys are pretty big in the 70s and Boy. part of the 80s. There's some good bands out there. There's some really good bands out there that made it to three albums and maybe just didn't yeah. really pick up the groove after that, maybe because of internal you know, issues or something. But, I mean... And these guys kept going for quite a while, and then Dennis Young left the band. They got some other joker yeah. with them now. Just can't say I like him as much as Dennis. But, you know, that's, that's kind of well, how it is. You can't replace some of the older guys, man. That's all there is to it. No. Well, no especially your lead singer. I mean, he's kind of the heart and soul from a right. visual or a hearing standpoint. That's kind of like the Vince Neil ordeal, man. Yeah. You know, once Motley Crue got rid of Vince Neil, there was no Motley Crue. They just weren't the same. Nope, now, not at all. Now, now, this band has retained their core group. One of me and Nikki Lane's favorites. Oh, yeah. Little Def Leppard, high and dry. I can't hear this band without thinking of the concert that we saw in Fort Wayne. <laughs> and Nikki Lane, <laughs> you... Uh, I, I can't go through the experience and what happened there, per se on the air, but uh, I think you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now, didn't... That was, a, that was a great night. Yeah. That was a good night. That was a really good night. Now, wasn't the one woman that you were with, yeah. Lane, <laughs> didn't she oh, date what? the drummer <laughs> of Def Leppard? Yes, yes. That yep. would have been... Julie? Yep. We also saw Julie. a little bit more of her than I anticipated yeah. going in. We better not get into that. A show than what I went to buy a ticket for. Progro might well, be well, silly. I didn't hear anybody complaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Julie dated uh, Rick. Yeah, I remember her telling us that story. Yep. I don't know if it's true or not, but she made a convincing argument of it. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not 100% sure either. But like you said, it was a pretty convincing argument. Yeah. She, she knew some pretty good details. Well, I, I will tell you this. That drummer, one-armed drummer, awesome. kept that beat for like a good 10 minutes, it seemed like. Yeah. Dude, he's the greatest drummer in the world. Did because not miss a beat. Yeah, that's amazing. He's the greatest amazing. drummer in the world because he's a drummer with one arm, man. Yeah. And he can pound it out. How about this band, fellas? This was from the Diary of a Madman. This last album with Randy Rhodes. Wasn't as good as Blizzard of Oz, but it's pretty good. You know, Ozzy is about as old school as you can get. You know, I, I'm sorry. Maybe I just half deaf, but I swear he sounds the same as he did in the 70s. Probably had a little help through the years. Well, I Some mean, backup you know, technology, technology got better over the years there, Woody. <laughs> that might be yeah. true. Here's a deep cut off this album. You can't kill rock I mean, and roll. I mean, I'm pretty sure we could all be rock stars with the technology they have today. I'm yeah. just saying, if you were to talk to the guy and not know who he was, you would think that he was like a total burnout, which he is. But when you hear him sing, totally different guy. You don't hear this song on the radio very much. I kind of like it, though. How many? 
We need to do a whole show on Ozzy. You could. I think we have to. You could. I'll tell the smuts that. We mentioned we mentioned uh, Motley Crue just a little bit ago. Wasn't Motley Crue's first tour with Ozzy? I know they toured with him. Who would this band be? Oh, I know this band. This is off of the album Ghost in the Machine. Yeah, this is uh, Sting. Or Police. The Police. Lane knows a little bit about those Police, don't you, Lane? About the podunk? Five nope. <laughs> All I know is I support the men in blue. There you go. There you go, yeah. Number two on the U.S. Billboard 200. I paid their wages several times. <laughs> this reminds us, well, it reminds me of another friend of ours, mutual friend. Uh-huh. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. D- does he have a name? We would call him the Big P. The Big P, yeah, okay. If you're friends with P, you're friends with me. <laughs> he loved these guys. <laughs> How about this song? Yeah. Beards yeah. in the material world. Material world. Yeah. Uh, pre-Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got to be one fun fact. There was a song on this album called Demolition Man, and it became a hit in 1993 because of the movie Demolition Man with Wesley Snipes. Did not know that. Yeah. Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone. Big hit in that year and never since. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the police were pretty big in the 80s. They kind of folded too early, but they were millionaires. Might as well go out on top. I like the police. I tell you what, Sting is one hell of a bass player. Yeah. No, he's awesome. He's amazing. All those guys are great musicians. Great. Well, for a three-piece, you kind of have to do it. Yeah, definitely. Now, here's an album that the Smuts would not like. In fact, he's pretty vocal about this band. You know what? I'm going to play him anyways. This is off of the album Moving Pictures. Cars? No. Canadian three-piece band. Yeah. He doesn't. doesn't You got it. (laughs) No. Red Bear. He despises Russ. Really? He don't like him. It's too bad. Woody likes him, right? Yeah. Yeah. This reached number one in Canada and number three in the U.S. and the U.K. And this is Russia's highest selling album in the U.S. with five million copies sold. Also had the big giant hit Tom Sawyer, which we've heard that enough. So I'm not playing it on this podcast. I also like this song. Oh, this is a staple. Limelight. What do you think, Lane? You like Rush? No, no, yeah, this kick-ass song. I mean, this is a kick-ass song. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Rush, but I like them. Yeah. Well, if you're I'm Canadian, not a hater. You know, I'm not a hater like the Smuts. Rush. <laughs> no offense. Smuts doesn't like them. Now, when I was doing my research, there was an album that came out that I've never heard, and I played a few tunes and added them to this show, and that would be these guys. 
And this song friggin' smokes. This is Black Sabbath. Off the album Mob Rules with Ronnie James Dio. We're revisiting them again. Turn up the night. I would have never guessed that going in. This is a freaking great song. I've never even heard it before. Now, Martin Birch was brought in to produce this album. He was the big producer for Iron Maiden and really beat these guys up for this album. And it did go gold in the U.S. Hey, hey, don't let me forget. I got a story to tell you guys. We can do that. So, okay, is he kind of just like amp him up a little bit, a little faster? Sound like it, yeah. Because I mean, that's kind of an Iron Maiden. Yeah, staple. that's probably why you can hear a little influence. Dio, kind of fast. Yeah, but that didn't have Dio on it. This was the Dio Black Sabbath uh, era. Oh, okay. He, did, he left after this album, and he did come back to Black Sabbath in 1992 for Dehumanizer. Well, B1's going to have to crank this up some more mm-hmm. in the future. And I'm going to play you guys one of my most personal favorite albums. It could be top 10 B1's favorites right here. This is called No Reply at All by Genesis, Genesis. from the album Abacab. I love this album. This album is freaking awesome. I like I like Genesis again. Not one of my favorites, but oh, I, I like them. them. I love them. Abacab is an awesome album. Genesis kind of bridged that gap between pops, like pop rock, and prog rock, and yeah, they they kind of lived in different worlds. Yeah, sometimes. but when they went more of a poppy rock, they got real famous. And they they I don't, I don't want to compare Chicago, but they had that big band, brassy kind of yeah. stuff. Sometimes, yes, they do. This was a number one album in the UK. Double Platinum, sold 2 million copies in the U.S. Another good one. 80s synth. Yeah, love it. This is Abacab. This definitely has the sound of Peter Gabriel kind of sound to it. Oh, yeah. I could listen to these guys all day. Love them. But unfortunately, we can't play them all day here. Which sucks. Well, I mean, for the listeners, go out and check it out. Yeah. Well, that's a standing rule. Yeah. That's always been a standing rule at Hit Banging Ball. Yeah. If you're not familiar with the music that we play, go out and check it out. You better believe it there, Lane. Now we're going to go a little bit more of the metal approach. This is one of the Head Bangers Vault's favorites right here. This is a pretty good album for 1981. Little Iron Maiden. Never go wrong with Iron Maiden. Yeah, Killers. This is Wrathchild. This is first album with Adrian Smith. Last with Paul Diano. My first experience with Iron Maiden again was with the Bones. Yep, same here. And his crazy Iron Maiden posters. Yeah. Just check out our Iron Maiden episode with the Bones. 
and you'll hear Bones a lot of stories. Bones' room is like looking through the magazine at their Fangoria magazine. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, when I rode my four-wheeler home from Bones' house, man, I was afraid the one didn't jump out of the ditches at me. <laughs> Here's a cool instrumental from this album called The Ides of March. And this album was certified gold in five countries. So, you know, it was pretty big. It wasn't as good as their first album with Paul Diano, but it was okay. Because after this album, Bruce came in. I can't remember which Iron Maiden album was my first. It might have been Seventh Son. I can't remember. Or Peace of Mind or something. Yeah, my first song, great. my first song was Ace of High. Yeah, I love that one. I love it. That was probably about my favorite first oh, song yeah, too, there, Lane. That's one of the best. Yeah. And then moving on from Iron Maiden, we got a little White Snake. Now these guys weren't popular in the United States yet. They were big in the UK, so a lot of these songs didn't break big in the United States. White Snakes is one of those great big hair bands, those glam bands. Yeah, but back yeah, then, they were, they were more like Deep Purple back then. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in 81. You know, the only thing that I remember from White Snake growing up was the hot chicks in their videos. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Contain. This was off of Come and Get It. This is called Don't Break My Heart Again. We need Smuts here. He would enjoy this. It's probably his ringtone on his phone. Yeah. Or maybe this one. Here's another one. This is called Lonely Days and Lonely Nights. We've all experienced that before. I never did. I was going to say. I figured you didn't, Lane. (laughs) The rest of us losers did, but. Hey, I tried teaching you. You guys just wouldn't follow. Maybe that's a good thing. Probably. Now that I'm older and a little wiser. <laughs> yeah, some of this old White Snake's pretty good. It's really got some bluesy feel to some of the songs. Which I definitely enjoy the bluesy. Yeah, I do too. Now, Lane, here's one of your favorites. You better get this right off the bat. We're going to jump through the phone and choke you out here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Jed in the Black Dime in the jukebox, baby. Yeah. Isn't this I Love Rocky Road? Yeah, if you're a weird owl. Oh. Yeah. 10 million copies sold. Mainly yeah. to the success of the song. I this was, is I just got that because of this song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is this is just that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and race some heck kind of music. This is a big monster hit. It survived the test of time. Rock and roll, roll, roll. Jukebox, baby. Jukebox, baby. 
Oh, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. There might be a little bit of a delay there. Hey, how about this one? I don't know if you guys ever heard this song that was played on this. Oh, yeah. This has been on movies. Yeah. Little Joan Jet version. This is, this is a great tune. Yeah. And there was also the song Crimson Clover that was done on this album, too. The, a remake? Yeah. Crimson and Clover? Yep. I've heard this on movies before. This was actually left off the vinyl, but was eventually released as a one-sided single because it got really big on the airwaves back then. She played guitar, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she's a really good, accomplished guitarist. All right. I'm going to let Woody guess what this song is. This was a debut album by this band. This is one of the biggest bands in the world, and this was like one of their first hits. Minor hit. Hmm. You'll know it. You want a clue there, Woody? Yeah, give me a clue. Oh, hey, come on, Woody. I can't believe you ever got this. All right, who is it, Lane? No, you told you, buddy. Yeah, you don't know either. It was off the album. Oh, he's thinking now. Listen to the vocals. Man, I don't know. But okay, side note: if you listen to this, it kind of reminds me of some of the recent movies alternative that came out. Yeah. These guys. Oh man, the cure. These guys were on New Year's Day. They didn't like Sunday, Bloody Sunday. You too. Yeah, there you yeah. go. This is their first U.S. single right here. And they also went on their first tour of the continental Europe and in the U.S. You know, now I hear it. The Edge. Yep. Yeah, now I hear it. Distinct vocals. I'm going to play another personal favorite of mine. This song was okay. It's called I Missed Again. I feel like I'm walking down Main Street in downtown Detroit. Yeah. You got to have those 1970s suits. Yeah. Fedora. But you know, who is that, Woody? Phil Collins, right? Yeah, but you know what? Who cares about this song? Because this is the only song that matters right here. Oh, yeah. Man, this song's freaking this awesome. This song right here. I just remember this video on oh, MTV. Oh, man. Right when we got MTV. Yeah. I was the cool kid on the block for a minute. This, this song still gives me chills up my spine. Yes, it does. This is awesome. I remember my mom used to play this song, and it would be at a decent level. Until the mid part where the drums come in and the shoes oh, just crank. And we're going to play it here. We're going to play it. That's one of the most famous drum intros of any song ever made. Silence! Yeah. I'll kill you. <laughs> 
5 million copies has been sold in the US and over 1.5 million in the UK. And this album is regarded as his signature song. B1 fun fact many of these songs were wrote about Bill Collins' personal life and his divorce. Wow, so you can, you can hear it in some of the vocals and with some of the lyrics. Well, at least he's not real upfront about it and name drop, you know. Yeah. Some of these. I think he hold himself Man, up in his house. Do you, know, and, do you know the song we could write about our lives? That would be pretty. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah. Now it's getting serious. Man, I love that. I love it. I know Phil's got a lot of other good songs, but man, this one holds the bar. It holds the bar. Good song. Yeah. See if you guys remember this song right here. This is a monster, monster album by this guy. This is. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, my, my brain's not working. It's uh, jo- uh, Hit the top five on the Billboard chart and remain there you for over two okay. years. Yeah, this. Two years. You know why your brain's not working? Too much beer. No, it's married wife catching up to you. Yeah, no joke. It's, uh, say it. Billy Squire. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. Again, this reminds me of my mom because, you know, that generation, every time you go to a dance or have a street yeah, fair, and they, they love play this song, they go out there and Billy do Squire. that one single dance they do. A lot of the kids older than us love this guy. I mean, they were always cranking his tunes. Yeah, this was a big one, The Stroke. Oh, Classic guitar one. intro. Never Whoa, lose the night. This is a certified gold album and is also platinum. <laughs> so most of these albums are pretty big on this 1981 show. Billy kind of faded away though after a while, about mid-80s he kind of went away because of that stupid video he made well if you really think about it B1 there is a lot of stupid videos out in the 80s yeah and this was one artist that put out a few really stupid ones (laughs) he's got some cool songs though I'll give him that Whatever happened to the the making videos for songs? I mean, you just don't see that anymore. Who watches MTV? They yeah, don't play, they don't even play music videos. You can just anymore. go on. Well, they don't even YouTube. play music videos anymore. You just go on YouTube and you can watch some of them. Now here's a band we're going to revisit from our 1980 episode. If you remember, Lane, there was a metal band from Europe called Saxon. Yep. Found a cool song. These guys did. In 81, it's called And the Bands Played On. This is one of their signature hit songs, I guess. Successful single, too. Just dawn, 
certified gold album in the UK. Yeah, they didn't do so well here. They didn't just never broke very big in the US. I don't know why. Nope. Some of these older metal bands will pop up in the early 80s when we did these shows, I've noticed. I'm sure when we get up to 87, 88, boy, we're going to have fun. Yeah. That's when... 86, 87, 88. That's, that's kind of when my brain started developing a little bit. <laughs> Are you sure? Well, I know you except, still have problems. Except for debate. <laughs> you know, my wife would argue with you. But. What? She would agree that with that you. That you can basically. get it up? That's not what she told me. Oh! <laughs> that's a pretty strong word from a guy 400 miles away. <laughs> Those fight well, words, I know safe. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I missed my bestie, man. I got to throw that crap in there. You know that. I know, I know. <laughs> How about a little triumph? This is a good, this is a decent song. This is not, my favorite. You know, not one of my favorite bands, but this, this is a pretty decent yeah, song. Yeah, this is my favorite song by these guys. Fight the good fight. It's almost considered a Christian song if you listen to the lyrics. This is another band that was real mega big in the late 70s, early 80s. And this was a hit single, too. Who is this? Triumph. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I heard the song. You know, I think Triumph set the bar for that that type of vocal for like yeah other bands like your other hair bands. Definitely, you, know, you listen to them. You listen to them. They got that glam band hair band vocal. Funny you should mention that, Lane, because here was an album that came out in 1981, and I know you love these guys. These guys were almost the originators of glam freaking metal. Who would this be, Nikki Lane? That's Motley Crue. Yeah. This was a really good album. Too fast for love. Yeah, it is. Do you know that the first and edition... This was, highlighted, this was highlighted on their movie Dirt. Yep. The first edition sold 900 copies on Leather Records before being picked up by Elektra. So if you could get one of those copies, it's worth a freaking fortune. Mm. Yeah, I wish I had their first album, man. I, what album was this? Too Fast to Love. Which one has Too Young to Fall in Love? That's the second album. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any favorites on this, Lane, on this album? Well, they, yeah, this is definitely a favorite. Livewire. Wire. 
I'll play one that the B1 likes as far as his favorite on this one, and that would be Starry Eyes. Man, it had public enemy number one. Stick to your guns. I mean, man. I mean, the hits kept coming on this one. It's a little more raw sounding, but it's still pretty cool. So now, Nikki Lane, the question is, which one is your favorite album by the crew? Oh, man. Do you I have think you one? know the answer to that. Girls, girls, girls? I'd have to go with girls, girls, That's girls. That's yeah. I figured. <laughs> I told a story one time on this podcast that you drove us around that beat-up, crappy station wagon jamming that whole cassette tape while us teenagers were piled in the back. Would Try that be the same night that Woody ended up from the back to the front? How did I know that story was going to come up? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the night when we went cemetery yeah. hunting. Well, then that would have been the night that he ended up from the back to the front. Yeah. Well, that Try was like, that, folks. Go from the in back. One, in, one, in one leap, without touching the roof, a seat, or a soul. <laughs> <laughs> I was limber back then. <laughs> Hey, I got a B1 fun fact. Every album up to Generation Swine is certified gold or platinum with the crew. So That's there you because go. at Generation Swine, something bad happened. That wasn't a very good album anyways. No. Yeah. I was very disappointed. Yeah, I was, I was too. Uh, they just, the crew didn't have the stuff then. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys want to check out more on the crew, check out our Motley Crew episode. So now, what do you guys think of this song? Oh, ACDC, you can't go wrong, man. Who's about to rock? We salute you. Number one album in the U.S. at the time. Sold four million copies. And seven million copies worldwide. It's one of the highest selling ACDC albums of all time. I don't think I hit puberty even when ACDC come out with this album. We're not sure that you have yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had Ray on here? Yeah, he's called in a few times. <laughs> he actually stumped Some, us. Did he? Yeah. Something about Ray. Yeah, I know. And how did, my question is, how does a man like Ray... No rock music, metal music. He just He's knows. Like Rain Man. Yeah. Seriously, he, for those who don't know him, he is like Rain Man. We need to take him to the casino. You know what? This might be a good plug for some of your videos there, B1. Yeah, you better believe it. You know what? And speaking of Ray, Woody had a song that Ray always has to play when he comes to my shop. And this would be The Rolling Stones. Yeah. This is one that the Woody picked to play. Start me oh, up. Oh, yeah. Great song. Never stop. Never, never, never stop. On Tattoo You. Yep. Old Ray, he loves this song. He plays it all the time. He says it's a carny song. The thing of it is, is uh, I think this was recorded in the 70s, but they released it in 81. Really? Yeah. How's Ray been holding up emotionally since COVID stopped all the carnival? He's not very happy. 
<laughs> Not a happy man. Maybe we should call him up and play this song to him. I was never a big Rolling Stones fan. You know, what, uh, you know what you need to do? You need to record his laugh and just play that in inappropriate times during your cast. That's a real good idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is a real good idea. <laughs> the Ray moment. Yeah. It's a Ray moment. How about this song, fellas? Little Van Halen. Van Halen Unchained from Fair Warning. Classic sound of the Frankencaster. Yeah. Wasn't the biggest, best album by these guys. It was a, their slowest selling album. Had a few cool songs on it. What do you mean by slowest? In sales. Just it took a while to build up speed? I, I guess. We're going to have a lot of Van Halen when we progress through the years here. So I know that everybody has a preference. I just, when I hear Van Halen, I hear David Lee Roth. I just get excited. I don't know. I mean, I I really do like Sammy Hagar. And there's some really good songs by, you know, with Sammy Hagar singing. But, man, this just gets you excited. It gets you, it's like summertime, you know, last day of school. Yeah. You get out and Geneva days. Excited. Oh, yeah. Those are some good times back then. Out for summer. I actually sing that hey, song guys. to my boys on the last day of school. Did hey, I, I really never had a preference because most David Lee Roth and Santa Hagar, man, they, they broke, brought something really cool to the band. So I, I don't have a preference. I like them both. Yeah, I like them both. I kind of gravitate towards Sammy a little more. But as a whole, I just love Van Halen. Yeah. Now, I've got one of the biggest albums of all time coming up right now here, boys. This is a big, big monster hit album by this band. Journey. If Smuts was here, he would be going nutso. I love Journey. This was a number one album on the Billboard chart at four hit singles certified nine times platinum. Yes. Has sold 12 million copies worldwide is one of their most successful studio albums ever ever i agree i mean that's no surprise and what i told smuts the other week <laughs> just pretend you didn't hear that nicky lane everybody <laughs> this song is played every like four or five minutes in the united states and other countries all over the world at some point Believe it or not, really. Yep. Journey fact right there. Do you remember seeing these guys in concert? Yeah. I remember we saw You actually guys. remember a concert? I mean, Ooh. I remember this one part, okay? I remember, and I don't know who actually was in the band at that time. Steve and Jerry. But I remember, I think the lead singer and Steve the and Jerry was getting into a fight with the guitar player because they were arguing up there and at one point in time he swung his guitar like as he was playing it Ooh. and tried to hit the singer. Ooh. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Oh, come on. I, I remember that hey, concert. I remember that. Me one. Unless I just made yeah. it up. Ask Woody B. Where I remember Garth Brooks. <laughs> I remember it from the bathroom. Ooh. It sounded good. <laughs> Here's, here is a 
definite B1 fact. You won't be hearing Garth Brooks being talked about on the Headbangers Vault. <laughs> and that is a fact. <laughs> That's a B1 fact? Yes. Hey, we're, when you're in the music business, you got to cover it all. They were in our hometown. Well. Well, they were on our big screen in the hometown. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Garth was there and didn't even know it. Yeah. Here's one of the Smuts' most favorite Journey songs. This song keeps turning up on this show. Stone in Love. I really like this album. Yeah, it's good. Escape. Seventh studio album. What do you got any throw out there? I think we covered it all. I mean, everything that was on my list, you covered I've got a few little ditties to throw out. These are like some big, giant songs that came out in 1981. Here is one. See if you guys remember this song. Oh, I do remember this song. This is uh, Santana. Santana. What's strange about this song is he doesn't play his leads through the whole song like a lot of his other tunes. Really? Who is this? Santana. Nobody would guess this if you didn't know. It, if you were a Santana fan from back in maybe in the 60s, maybe the later when he kind of reemerged, you would never put these two. It's more of a radio hit. Yeah. Different lead singer. He kind of different sound. Yeah, completely different sound. He kind of fell off the face of the earth for like a long time after this, and then he came back in the what, late '90s, and he really got big. It's a good song. Do you have any more on your list? I was gonna say there's a couple more that you, I hope you hit. How about this song, I dedicate this to the smuts. <laughs> this is He's the, watching his baseball game weeping about now. <laughs> the Climax Blues Band. I love you. Yeah, yeah, I remember this being played in my mom and dad's car driving down the road. It's a pretty good ballad song, too. You don't got anyone, any 1981 ballads? This is one of the few. If Smuts was here, we'd be playing a whole lot more. <laughs> yeah, I like Smuts. I like my ballad. I'm just not much of a ballad guy. But I do like this one. Well, we have another yeah. mutual friend named Chewy that seemed to like ballads quite a bit. Which is strange. You know, I take total advantage of rock girl and ballads, man. She's all like all <laughs> emotional, and I'm like, I take advantage of it. You go, girl. I'm not a girl. Speaking of girls, <laughs> hey, Sound like one. that was a lead off to this song. <laughs> I love this song. <laughs> yeah. This song's awesome. <laughs> This is a big song in 81. It's huge in 81. Yeah. I love the Go-Go's. Hey, hey, hey. 
and that's why Bomber's a drummer. <laughs> hey, this song's going to shock you guys. This is the one that you guys love. I got to say one thing real quick. So B- B1 and I were in a band together, and I was a bass player. And uh, I had a guitar pick that was a joke between me and the guitar player. Yeah, I remember that. The said, shoot the drummer. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> That's why we get no respect. <laughs> hey, guys. How about oh this awesome gosh, classic? This is the greatest American hero. Yeah. I love this show. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yeah. Joey Scarborough. I have no idea what the guy sounds like or looks like. I don't I either. Picture, I picture the guy from American Hero <laughs> singing this song. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> hey, this, this is a great show. And this is a great song. Yeah, man. Yeah. Love the drums. This song gets you pumped up. So my question is, was this song popular before or after the show? It's a good question. Because this, I heard it on the radio a couple times, but, you know, I watched the show all the time. So, I mean. I think, it, I think it got a lot more attention after the show. Yeah. Because I think that show came out a little bit later. It has been a little bit later. Like 83, 84. Yeah. Yeah, this is a classic song. You feel like you could achieve any goal when you hear this song. Just like gets you so pumped up. Did they have any other songs? I don't think so. I think this is a one-hit wonder. If you're gonna have a one-hit wonder, if you're gonna have a one-hit wonder, definitely have this song that made it into a TV series. Yeah. You know. Yeah. See, we're feeling it now. We're feeling it. Might have to get another beer on that one. You guys want to hear the number one most popular song of 1981? Shoot. This is it, boys. This is it. Are you kidding? Number one biggest hit song of 1981. Look it up. Really? Yeah. It's a good song. I did not know that. Kim Carnes, Betty Davis. I used to hear this song that summer. I or I mean, I I knew it was in carnivals all the time. It's like they were always playing this. That was especially when you rode that like Himalaya. Yeah, the ride called the Himalaya. It was always on. Yep. This was actually a remade song too, which people probably don't know that. But you hear it first at the Headbangers Ball. That's a good tune. I like that raspy voice. I do too. I think she had another hit song. She was not a one-hit wonder. Yeah. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. Hey, when you're done with that, just when you turn that down, just I got a song for you real quick. Okay, you do that. All right, guys. Woody's got one to throw in the mix. Okay, I know we're going with 81, but this is a song from 2021. Nope, nope. Nope, nope. You can't play it. Trust me, you'll, you'll enjoy this. I'm going to play a little bit for you, and then I'll tell you who it is. Ready? That is... Keystone Light <laughs> by Woody. Yeah. That's the beer of choice, at least for us on the Headbangers well, Ball. Well, when they're the sponsor of the show, that's what you drink. Yeah. I would think the Bouche Lattes are probably the 
biggest bet on this show, but let's <laughs> say here. So Keystones. I wonder if their sales have gone up a little bit because of that. I'm sure they have. Famous bush latte. Yeah. Do you buy the smuts. <laughs> So anyways, guys, there it is, 1981 in a nutshell. Hey, you know, we got some other songs from 1980. Honorable mentions there. Keep on Loving You, REO Speedwagon. Okay, that was a hit in 81. Yep. Centerfold by the Jay Giles Band. Yep. Oh, that's a great, yeah, that's awesome. Burning for You, Blue Oyster Cult. Yep. The Waiting by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. I don't know that song, quite honestly. You Better You Bet by The Who. Oh, yeah, The Who was big in the early 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything She Does is Magic, The Police, Who's Crying Now, Journey, John Lennon, Woman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it came out January 81. So there you go. There you Honorable go. Honorable mentions brought to you by the Woody and Keystone Light. There you go. <sighs> All right. Well, Nikki Lane, thanks for joining me and Woody on the 1981 episode. Hey, thanks again, for coming thanks on. Thanks for having me. Fill yep, in for the yep. smuts there. and Hey, miss you, big guy. Yeah, we do miss you much there, Lane. Yeah, well, maybe there's a surprise coming in the near future. Okay, well, we'll hold you to it. All, All right. right. Thank you very much. We thank Woody for coming into the studios hey, to do a show. And smuts will be back next week. Lane, we'll let you do the honors here. All right. Well, everybody, just remember, if it's too loud, you're too old. Thank you, everybody. Take care. God bless. Rock on. Thank you for listening to the Headbangers Vault. Bring you the best in rock and metal music and music talk with your host, B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Check us out on your social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you'd be interested in being a part of our show or advertising with us, please visit our webpage at headbangersvault.podbean.com. And remember, if it's too loud, you're too old. Attack. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, yeah.